Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Visions. So, Queen K, are you ready to start this panel? Yes, I am. Okay, all right, let me get the two guests on. Detroit Daoud and Javon, are y'all there? Yes, yep, Javon, I'm here. I'm here. How all right, doing? all right, okay. Going well, a little under the weather, but hey, I'm here. Okay. I'm doing good. Well, yeah, we are hoping that this night can just, like, lift our our mood because I was feeling like that yesterday. Um, So thank you guys, though, for coming on. I really appreciate this, and we're going to start the show. So, all right, Queen K. All right, um, so we're going to get into our spiritual journey. So we're going to have Complex introduce the first question. So Complex, what's the sip and tea for the soul topic today? All right, so the sip and tea for your soul topic, like you said, is my spiritual journey. Um, This is our first panel where we have a guy on, and we are going to be talking about the good and the bad when it comes to um, your spiritual journey um, you know, in, in religion. So a couple of rules. Um, it's going to be 40 minutes, and we have four questions that we all are going to answer. Um, the order that we will go in is we'll have Javana answer first, uh, Detroit Daru, then Queen K, then myself. Um, if anybody wants to piggyback, like, you know, if you if someone said something that made you think of something that you forgot to say, you'll get a chance after we answer the question, and then we'll go on to the next question. Um also, I know I talked to you guys, and you guys said that you're very open-minded, and we just want you to know that me and Sin K want to give you a free space to just be real and raw tonight and rip off Band-Aids. This is a judgment-free zone, okay? So, with that being said, we are going to go into the first question, all right? So, Javonna, I'll have you go first, and then we'll go around the room. Um, what religions okay. do you identify with, and how were you introduced to it? Um, so I technically, uh, myself, um, I'm more of a spiritual person, but I can say that, um, religion has been a big part of my life. Um, I grew Mm -hmm. up between Baptist and Christian, um, but growing up as a child, we really didn't talk about what the religion was. It was just like, oh, you're Christian. You know, no one ever Mm -hmm. really came and it really broke down um, everything uh, to me. But um, I consider myself as a spiritual person. I definitely know that there is a God. Um, I think Mm -hmm. that God is so big and huge that it's someone that you have to get to know for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like when you put religion in groups, it separates us um, as as people as a whole. And I think that uh, religion and God is a, a one-on-one journey. That's what I that's what okay. I feel. So that's how I identify myself as a spiritual person who believes in God. But I don't get into because at the end of the day, none of us know where we're going to go when we leave here. You know, um, so mm-hmm. no one knows really which God is which one is right. You know what I mean? And right. I do believe that there ultimately is one God. Um, and I think that it was made to separate God as a way to separate us as people. 
So I don't mm. get into the whole um, religion thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Dawood, you're next. Okay. Uh, can everybody hear me okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I grew up Christian. I grew up in the Lutheran church. Um, but where I am now, I denounce being a Christian because I associate mm-hmm. Christianity with white supremacy and it's mm-hmm. also the religion of the KKK mm-hmm. and also Christians can tend to be very judgmental. And, mm-hmm. you know, we say that we want to be more like Christ, but you have to ask yourself, Christ wasn't a Christian himself. Right. So, um, but where I identify myself now, I'm a believer. Um, right. A few years back, I did kind of dabble into like an introduction in the Hebrew faith. And so mm-hmm. I learned about um, Jesus and how his name would actually be Yeshua or Yahshua because there's no yeah. J in the, um, in the um, language. In the yeah, uh, alphabet, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, we actually didn't. Yeah, we actually didn't get a J in the um, alphabet until I want to say what, maybe five thousand years ago, so something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's where I am. So like when people ask me, like honestly, I'm a believer. Don't call me a Christian, mm-hmm. but. I'm still going to <laughs> I'm still going to love on people and really give them Christ without being churchy and without being judgmental. Oh, that part, yes. Okay. 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 Um okay, so as for me, being brought up, uh, we stayed with my grandmother and now my mother's side of the family, they were Baptists. And my father's side of the family, they are Jehovah's Witness. So mm-hmm. um, it, it came a point in time where I stayed with my, we stayed with my mother's, uh, my mother's mother, and she would make a, it was pretty much, if you stayed in her house, she don't care what you did the night before, you were up in the morning going to church. You had to, you know. It was like kind of forced upon us. I didn't know what it meant to be Baptist. I'm still learning that now, you know. Like you said, um, Giovanna, that it is a way to separate us because you have religions out here competing, thinking one is better than the other, when really we all are serving just one being. It's one being over us all. So, mm-hmm. um, and then going to my father's, you know, stand with my father's uh, mother, um, and they do stuff completely different being a Jehovah's Witness. You can't celebrate this. You can't celebrate that. You have to go on, the, you know, a different day. To, and then as you go into the Kingdom Hall. It's not called church. It's the Kingdom Hall. Mm. And learning about that is just like, you know, I was confused as a child. Now, I like, like both of you have said, I identify myself as being spiritual, being a believer, because I know at the end of the day it is someone over my life that is helping me out on this journey because I cannot do yeah. this by myself at all. I need them. Hey. He's been there with me this whole way. Like, I've, I've overcame some Amen. dark stuff because of him. Mm-hmm. So hey. I just believe in my heart, and I can feel his presence. I know my God is real, and I don't identify with any religion at this moment because it's just a way to separate us. Mm. Okay. Well, um, 
my question, well, I'm sorry, my answer is definitely the same as yours. Uh, Javon, I felt like you was reading my childhood because it was like that for me, too. I went between Baptist and I got baptized at seven. Um, at the time, I didn't understand it. I think I was doing it because my older mm-hmm. sister was doing it, like, hey, I want to do that. And, you know, then I mm-hmm. became Christian. But I actually departed from religion once I got to college because I was watching um, Kirk Franklin on The Breakfast Club, and he was saying that um, his analogy was that if you see a person drowning in the pool or you see them drowning in the lake, a spiritual person is going to, you know what I'm saying, jump in there and save them, but a religious person is going to be on the side telling you how to save yourself. And that's how I felt religion was. It's like, you know, when you were depressed, it's like, oh, you need to pray. But no one's telling me how to pray. And I always felt like I had to be so put together to go in front of God. So I had to reform my own relationship with him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to really understand. And mm-hmm. I identify with spiritual too because, like, I was confused as well. It's like, you know, when you look at people who um, who acknowledge Buddha and, you know what I'm saying, people who acknowledge uh, Horus and then people who acknowledge Jesus, I'm like, all of these have, like, some of the same similar things. So I do agree with yeah, you guys. Right. It was a way to divide us. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Um, did anybody want to piggyback on anything before we go on to the next question? Um, no, I, I think that it is great. I think that everyone um, kind of hit the head on the nail. If we can just get a lot of our Christian believers to open their eyes and right. see that, you know, um, it's not about I think Christianity is probably one of the worst religions out of all of them Um, Mm -hmm. because it was something that held us back during slavery. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's so deep. It it goes so deep. Yes. No, I definitely understand that. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'm going to piggyback. Okay. I want to go ahead and piggyback on what um, uh, uh, Giovanna was saying. Mm -hmm. Giovanni. Mm -hmm. Yes. Giovanni, Giovanni I'm, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I agree that Christianity is it's the religion of, of the white man, um, mm-hmm. especially the fact that they have um, turned Scripture against us and made it seem yeah. as if Jesus was white. So every picture we see of Christ is white, and when you look at him, you actually are, (laughs) he looks like the people who oppressed us. So what you're doing Mm -hmm. is you're you're worshiping your oppressor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because actually, um, how do do we even get to a, a point where Jesus even became white? Well, there was a pope. He had a son by the name of Cesar Bajor. Um, And the pope commissioned Leonardo da Vinci to paint his son as the model. So ask yourself, and maybe even do some research on who Cesar Bajor, or it might be Borgia, Mm -hmm. was. Um, Because first off He was a womanizer He was a murderer Mm. Um, He was He was very political Um, Let's see He had an incestuous An incestuous relationship With his sister Lucretia 
So mm-hmm. and he even caught he even caught syphilis. So I'm like, mm-hmm. is this <laughs> when you hear um those facts about who this man was, I feel like it, it, just to go back on what Giovanni said, um people would black people would have to wake up after hearing facts yes. like that. Yes. Yes, because will. why would that you have true. someone in that state of mind or um, he was a criminal. So why would you model yes. someone that's a criminal to be our Lord and Savior? Mm-hmm. Right, that's I mean, right. it even plays yeah. on the Black Lives Matters movement, even going on right now. I mean, we've been taught to pray mm-hmm. about everything and it's just mm-hmm. like okay but when when are we gonna when is the action it's like it gonna start exactly. you know what i mean it, it made us tie our right. hands behind our back to let people feel like well they can we can do anything to these people and all they're gonna mm-hmm. do is just keep praying and it's just like yeah, right. it, it, it baffles me you know what i mean it's just like it's time to do mm-hmm. something and when i see my people standing up now it's like yes yes this is yeah. what we need because people need to understand that we are not Stepping stools. We are not people. We built America. You know what I mean? And y'all yeah. just gonna step on us like we not nothing. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like at this point, it's just like we have to throw all of that. Pray about pray, pray, pray. Okay, but what is mm-hmm. prayer without action? We got to show. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it yeah. goes. <laughs> it just goes so deep. You know, I can't stand when people yeah. just be like, "Well, just pray about it." Like, no, just do something about it. Okay. <laughs> Exactly, you know? yes. And, and teach people how to pray, yes. Um, okay. Yes. Well, my, we, we, we've having church up in here. Let's go on to the next question real quick. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, All I right. want to elaborate. I'm sorry. I'm feeling this thing. Okay, because okay, cause we, got, we, we got only 40 minutes, so I'm just saying. But oh, make it okay. Quick. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, you're fine. Keep quick. going. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just to piggyback on what G- Giovanni said, um mm-hmm. Black people have to do more than just pray and forgive, okay? You know, we have to put things into action. We need to vote. The lines that you see um, at Mr. Allen's, as long as they are, that line should be as long as it is (laughs) on the day to vote. Some Jordan's drive. That part, that part. Okay. Um, all right. No. So the next question is: um, Have you ever went astray from your spiritual journey, and what played a part in you going astray? Giovanni, I'll let you ask first. I mean, answer first. I'm sorry. Ooh, this is a deep one. Um, absolutely, I have. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've had kind of a rough life growing up. I was adopted. Both of my parents were drug addicts. Um, I went from um, my biological home to my adopted home. Inside my adopted home, I was physically abused. Um, mm. mentally abused, emotionally abused, um, and it just, it takes a toll on you. And, and then I was a believer then, but um, things just kept happening one after another, after another, after another. And um, as you know, Natasha, I recently uh, fought cancer. I'm a cancer survivor. And yes. um, my journey through cancer is what brought my religion, I mean, not my religion, but my spiritual life back um, because mm. I had lost everything and I was at a point when you at that point between life and death, you know, when they say, well, you don't believe God, he'll make you a believer through the things that you yes. do. That's what yeah, made yeah. me a believer. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay, you are real, God, because at the end of the day, <laughs> could nobody fulfill me and make me feel the comfort that God gave me during the time that I thought I was going to die? Not my mom, not my dad, not my siblings, not anybody could not give me that peace that God gave me. And um, yes. that's what made me be like, okay, God, you are real. You know, you are, you will get me through this. And it was nothing by the grace of God that, um, they were able to remove the cancer, and um, they thought that they was going to have to remove my whole stomach and my esophagus. Y'all wasn't going to have no insides, okay? They were just going to take mm. everything. And mm. it, it turns oh, wow. out that they only had to take 30% of my stomach, and everything else was mm-hmm. left. So can't nobody tell me that it was nothing but God. It was nothing but God that at five hours after surgery, after this major surgery, I was up walking the floor. So it was just like oh that, that. That's how you Come know that it's nothing but God. You know what I'm saying? So that's yes. what made me a believer again. And I will be a believer for the rest of my life. And I do believe that I have a duty to preach the actual word of who God is mm-hmm. um, because he has mm-hmm. saved me um, from yes. myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. She made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we gonna get moved in here. <laughs> All right, Detroit dog. <laughs> okay. Um. So first, I'm gonna just say, um, with what Giovanni went through, I'm so glad mm-hmm. to hear that you are a survivor. Um, yes. And you should really use your story to help other people that might be struggling, um, so that they realize that they have hope and that. God can get them through. There's nothing that he can't help us overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely be doing that. You know, it's been kind of rough because, sorry to cut you off, because um, I, I was just, I wrote a post about this the other day, is that when you're going through this, no one really, especially cancer, the doctor's goal is to get you through it, but they kind of leave you hanging at the end. Once you survived mm. it and you're going through it and your life is not your life it was before you had cancer, my life is not the same anymore. So you think mm. that you're going to go back to normal, but your normal life is it's a new norm. So now I'm like, okay, let me mm. get myself together. But I promise you I'm actually writing a book right now, and I am my goal is to travel the world, telling my story, and letting people know that through it all that you can heal through anything in your life. So I am going yes, to take you up on that. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Keep us posted. Okay, so um, so when I was um when I came out of college, well I had walked. Mm-hmm. I still had some coursework I had to do. I um I got with this church called the Detroit Church of Christ. And mm-hmm. They made me question everything that I was taught about God, about what I learned in the Lutheran church, and um, Mm -hmm. just over the years, just reading the word. Um, So they made me question everything that I was taught. They were very, like, kind of protective over you. Like, if you weren't in church, they wanted to be like, where are you? Because we don't know what sins you're doing. So anyway, you know, just I'm gonna make this short cuz this would this would definitely be a long long story. Um the end result was after studying with them for about 
six months to maybe six to ten months, they decided that my heart was not fully surrendered to God after doing everything that they mm. told me to do. Mm. And oh my God. they said because of the fact that I could not be there every Sunday, they didn't baptize people whose hearts were not fully surrendered to God. And wow. so that was that wow. was remember that. Um, but that experience, it crushed me. It made me question some things. It made it made me question the things that I was taught about God. So I became a little confused. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, God still showed Himself to me. As I still read the mm-hmm. Word, I was still having spiritual yeah. experiences. Yes, God. Yes. So. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, it is. Wow, I couldn't imagine that in a million years doing all that and then being told that because you they don't feel that your heart is all the way there, then you can't be baptized. That's that's not fair. How how do they know where your heart is? Right. That's that's not fair at all. That was not fair. But you know, they okay. But I'll answer the question. But that's kind of like your journey, right? Like how the Jehovah's Witnesses was kind of like that, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Also. Because um, you know, they because my my grandmother, you know, she would tell them that oh, you know, their mother is this. And they like, well, that's not the right way to live. You shouldn't live like this. This is how you should live. And as a young kid, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to hell because I'm doing bad stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I felt all the time. Like, either way mm-hmm. I went, if I, if, I was, if I was serving for the Jehovah's Witnesses, then I was going to go to hell because that's not God. Then if I'm serving, you know, in the Baptist church, no, that's not the way you're supposed to do it. You're going to go. So I, mm-hmm. it was crazy for me. But the moment mm-hmm. that I... um. I lost my, I, I did, you know, steer away from my spiritual journey. Um, it was a few years ago, actually. I was going through a really, really rough patch in my life. Like, um, I just I, I just wasn't happy with life. Everything that could have possibly went wrong went wrong for me. And it wasn't until I was about to commit suicide I ended up getting um taken to the hospital um, because they can't, you know, the police came, they got me, and I was taken to Detroit receiving, and I was in the psych ward where someone spoke to me. Um, he was the mm-hmm. intake person, but the way he spoke to me, I knew that this was nobody but God saying, look, this is not for you. You need to change. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here for you because this man didn't know me from nowhere, but he was able to tell me, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, you got a lot going on right now in your life, but don't let that stop you. You know, you're stronger than this. You, you've you accomplished so much. You don't throw this all away. Your babies are depending on you. This man doesn't know me. He just knows what I put on the paper or what the police told him. And for him to mm-hmm. talk to me, it was just like this feeling came over me. And I'm like, I have so much to live for. I can use this story to help somebody. Or, you know, my kids are dependent on me. I have to show them the right way. They didn't ask to be here. You know, I have to lead over them. And if I'm lying dead, what's, who's going to help them? You know, no one, I feel like no one can take care of my kids better than me. Because, right. um, 
I'm, I'm telling you, it, it took for me to almost die before I realized God is real. And he's been helping me ever since. Like, I've been a year and three months without self-harming. Like, I feel good mm, about that. I don't yes. see the old wounds anymore. Um, yes. I can still see a couple of them, but, you know, that's just a reminder for me. That's and life, I just know that it's that's God life. because, yeah, yes. I've had some dark moments even now, like, Right now, I'm dealing with the death of my two students, and I just went to the funeral for one of them today. Mm. And usually oh, something wow. like this will break me and put me in a dark place, but mm-hmm. I'm finding life. That's what I the devil wants. With him. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. The devil wants me to be distracted. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That is so crazy Thank that you, you say that because yeah. in the middle of me having cancer, I remember laying in bed and, this is when you, you know, you just find out and you don't know what's going on. And they, I'm on chemo, so I'm in the bed. I'm like, I'm about to die. I'm about to die. Mm. It's okay. Just take me, Lord. And God said to me, you've been dead. This mm. is the type of life mm. you've been living. So mm. now is the time to get up and actually start to live. By the time yeah, it was time for my right. surgery, I felt better than I ever have in my life. I forgot I was sick, y'all. Okay? Mm. That's yes. like, woo! God is awesome. Right. He's amazing, yes, he is. yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, I definitely went astray from my spiritual journey like you guys. Um, I think that, honestly, like you know with you, uh, Detroit, that we, your pastor can make or break you. Um, my mother passed mm-hmm. um, in 2015. And we had her funeral, and I was looking for the pastor to give some words of encouragement or a way for us to find closure, but it's like he went into this whole rant about getting saved and basically told us, I can't tell you where your mom went. She went wherever she prepared herself for. And, you know, know, I was already feeling surreal, like, you know, like she's gone. And then it's like after this, it's like, okay, I'm in the twilight zone. But honestly, um, it took for me to move away from Michigan and come all the way to Philadelphia. And my journey was not, it was not, a, um, you know, it was not like a, a, a perfect journey. Like it wasn't a perfect transition. I, you know what I'm saying, was in an abusive relationship when I got here. And I didn't have no family or friends. And, you know, it's like I was broken down to my lowest. And every time... I felt like I wanted to give up. I was like, you know what, I don't know how to pray, but I'm just going to talk to God and tell him what's on my mind. And every time, yeah. I'm sorry, I hear something in the background. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but every time um, every time that I, you know, would basically, uh, you know, like pray to him, that's when he would come through for me. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, he showed me my strength. He showed me, you know what I'm saying, who I was as a person. And basically when no one else was there, you know what I'm saying, he was there. And, like, you know, I remember yeah. when I was in the detective's office one time, um, this was after, like, the, the second time of getting abused, and I had went to, you know, um, te- you know, like, basically press charges. I was thinking that I'm mm-hmm. going to have to move back to Michigan, you know what I'm saying, like, this, like, I moved too quick, and, you know, like, basically this wasn't the right choice. And I was like, you know what, God, mm-hmm. I've been moving 
two steps ahead of you my whole life. I'm going to sit back and let you lead. And wherever you yeah. lead, I'm going to follow. And I kid you not, yeah. two seconds later, I got a, um, I got a, let, a, a notification on Indeed saying that this person is interested in hiring you. I'm thinking that it's some insurance door-to-door yeah. thing. But it was actually what I was doing at that time. Because I, you know, I finally got into my career as a social worker. So I'm like, okay. So I pressed that I was interested. I went to that interview with a black eye, didn't have no experience. And she called, you know, and and she was telling me, like, you know what, I don't know if, um, I don't know if, if you don't have a lot of experience, I don't know if I can train you. She called me back two days later, giving me an offer letter. And it was just like, you know what, okay. I, I see you guys. It's God, like he really real. showed up and showed out. <laughs> so it, it it really took for me. Like, I had to step out on faith and just walk away. It was not easy leaving that abusive relationship. I think it took like a year before I really stepped out on faith and left that abusive relationship. And, Lord, he showed up and showed out. So, mm. yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot, so, a lot of the times we awesome. really don't know how to be still. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of the times when we... When we're uncomfortable, we want to get up and we want to move and we want to run away from our problems. But that's really where the mm-hmm. journey is at. That's where the lesson is at. That's where your yes. strength is at right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in that time where you just want to get up and run, you know, that's exactly. that's, that's the worst time to run. And sometimes we just got to understand that our life is a journey and to enjoy that moment because now you can help somebody else get ahead. And that's what this life is all about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Bingo, yes. right there. Mhm. Okay. So I don't know if you guys watch Pastor Mike Todd. I've been binge watching him, but he did a Woo! church up series. I do. I love and, uh, him. Yes. <laughs> Um, So one of his points in the show was that people rather find healing in bars and clubs instead of church because the people in the church are too judgmental. Now, I know y'all said earlier about it being judgmental, so what is your perspective on that? Uh, Giovanna, you can go first. Um. I I don't think that that is a problem because of the church. I think that is a problem because of what that person is going through personally. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, like for me, uh, addiction runs in my family. You know what I mean? Partying Mm -hmm. runs in my family. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of the times we do it because it's what we're used to or it's the only thing that we know. Or, or that it is just it is an out, you know, an out for us. It's a numbing mechanism. I don't think that there's any mm-hmm. wrong with going to the bar to the club, but when you make it your life and that's all that you're doing, and you know what I mean, and then you're off into doing different drugs, then I feel like that's a personal issue. I feel like with mm-hmm. the church, I feel like that has been something that. Even I remember being young, you were scared to step up in the church if you went to the club. You were scared mm. to step up in the church mm-hmm. if you did drugs, if you smoke a little bit of weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were scared yeah. that you was going to be judged. So I don't really think it's the problem of the people. I think that's the problem of the church. Right. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really do. So that's my that's my take on that. Okay. You sure that Okay. Um, so the sad reality is that church folk are very judgmental. You know, we talked yeah. about that mm-hmm. earlier, but I think the healing that people are getting from clubs and bars are from the alcohol and the, mar- and the marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like Christ or Yeshua has called us to go out and minister to people outside the church walls. Mm-hmm. So yes. going to yeah, yes. so going to going to the clubs, going to bars, um, even going out to the street. That's that's what he was about. You know, mm-hmm. we can't just yep, minister right. to people in the church. Right. And and another thing is that you have to, when you're meeting people, you have to meet them where they are. You can't judge because mm-hmm. you don't know their situation. You don't know the, mm-hmm. you don't you don't uh, you don't know or understand their story. And so mm-hmm. when you judge people, you miss the gift that God has given them, and the gift mm-hmm. that will help heal and transform the world. Yes. Thank you. Don't get yes, me to jumping cool. up and down in the middle of the street. Now. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I knew I heard outside. I'm like, somebody outside. Yes, hey, I'm going see. for a walk. It's, it's a beautiful day outside. It's sunny. It, yeah, it, well, it is. is. Enjoy yeah. it before I'm all the way. Walk. I'm all the way in Pennsylvania. <laughs> what is the weather like there back in Detroit? What's, what's it like back there, y'all? It's like yeah, in the 90s. Yeah. Okay, Michigan showing yes, out. Oh, today, Michigan yeah. is showing out. Okay, okay. We, yes, okay. we are doing. Yes, we are doing the thing up in here. Okay. <laughs> All right. And well, everyone in the state just doing good with the coronavirus too. So I'm proud of Michigan. Same Come on, here. Michigan. Same here. We yes. you know what? Big doing Gretch. it. Big Gretch. Big Gretch. Come on, Big Gretch. <laughs> right. Yes. Gretch with but the you buff, know what? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I I have something I want to add. Yeah, I have something I wanted to add. So we all should think about it like this. With this Mm -hmm. coronavirus, look at God. Look how we we don't want for anything. He's making sure we've got money, we've got our food, shelter. Mm -hmm. We lack nothing. Nothing at no, all. Lacking nothing through the whole whole virus. I'm telling you, I'm well, so thankful. Yes, so yes. thankful. God, my kids been getting weight through the whole quarantine. Woo, that's it. That's it. <laughs> my baby, ten <laughs> to a fourteen, not. quick. Girl, my father is in the 10-12. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, where my baby go? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I thought I was the only one. I don't feel so bad now. Nah. No, baby. I would take my baby to go get her some shoes the other day. My eight-year-old is wearing the eight in women. No, I definitely wow. Oh, wow. I definitely yeah. know. My baby has been eating good. Like, I thank God for that. I'm telling you, all my kids have grown. Ain't no Mine, I thank God for your butt today. We got a snack. Yes, girl. Mine's hungry. Sit down. Right. All right. Okay, it's your turn. What's your perspective on it? Okay, so uh, what both of them said actually is what I was going to piggyback off of anyway because I feel like it is a coping mechanism, especially when you don't want to go someplace where you know that you're supposed to go to get healing and help, but you go to get judged Mm -hmm. instead. So why would I want mm-hmm. to go there? I already feel horrible, so you're just going to keep piling the guilt on me. So let me go to this mm-hmm. bar real quick. Let me take me a couple of shots. Let me smoke this so mm-hmm. I can feel and numb this pain, you know, temporarily mm-hmm. because I'm not trying to go there right now and have them jumping mm-hmm. down my throat about this, and I'm trying to heal from it. So I feel That's like right. church people are very judgmental. Um, 
I know that we were judged a lot based off of, like, going to my granny's church. That's why I stopped. When I got old enough to say, no, I'm not going, that's when mm-hmm. I stopped going because it was like, they would judge you based off of what you wear. Like, it was a fashion yes. show. It was right. from the She got jeans period. and a T-shirt on? Yeah, and that's what it was. And my mom used to always say, no, we're going to come as we are. And what they don't, what they fail to realize, what all the people in the church fail to realize is, God will leave y'all if there's one out there that's distressed, lonely, bitter, hurt. He will go save that one. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. That's the one that he wants. He wants the broken one. He wants the drunk. He wants the alcoholic. He wants the weird. Those are the people that he wants. And they yes. have yes. to realize that because they think that they are they And are the thing is, they all they got to do is read the, the Bible. That's exactly. it, I'm telling you. Because mm-hmm. everybody yeah. that was in the Bible was all broken. All of the people yes. that yes. chose was all, wasn't them. nobody perfect. Right. And Pastor Woo! Mike Todd points that out. Yes, I'm telling you. Mm. Pastor Mike Todd points he that out. All. You are so right. You are so right, Giovanni. You are so right because yes. I definitely agree with what y'all said. I actually remember a prostitute coming into a church when I was on the east side, and um, everybody was judging her. She was coming in there, going up to the altar because she wanted to get saved, and so many looks as if a lot of us mm-hmm. out here are not don't, don't have kids, you know what I'm saying, out of wedlock. Like, people oh judge, and like, they judge to take the light off of their problems. And I remember mm-hmm. that it was a lady here that I used to work with. She used to always invite me to her church for um, Bible study. After I left that abusive relationship, I couldn't go to that church anymore because it was in that area, and I would get triggered. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I, I, I said, you know, I can't go, but I'm going I'm to, you know, I'm going to find my own church. Oh, you have deeply rooted issues. Like, what mm. says that to a person? Like, my life matters right. before going to your church. And I told her, I said, I don't always have to praise God in church. So I definitely right. agree yeah. with y'all on that. And like, Giovanni, to piggyback on what you said, Pastor Mike Todd talks about taboo things, and that's why I started watching him, because you, you can go to church, and they don't talk about how to deal with molestation. They don't talk about how to deal right. with sex. They say, don't have sex before marriage. So mm-hmm. at 10 years old, I thought or that God I was going to hell, because away. hey, I got molested at 8 years old, but hey, I already had sex before mm-hmm. marriage. Like, it, we gotta do better, mm-hmm. church people. We have to do better, yes, because do. you go into... You can go into a bar, and you can knock over your drink. Oh, it's okay, sweetie. You know what I'm saying? They show you more love there. You know what I'm saying? And that's right, right. Sad. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, they it, do. it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And the churches um, don't prepare you for bad days. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always say, no, they God, don't, don't make a way. Oh, there's a miracle coming. Oh, this is going mm-hmm. to be your life in three months. But they ain't telling mm-hmm. you, like, no, you're going to have some hard days. It's going to be some days where you can't get out the bed. Okay, yeah, but exactly. that's when you yep. rely on God, and you, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't give you that reality at all. No. That part. They don't that give part. you that everything is in God's timing. When you pray, does not mean oh, it's about to happen soon as I get up on right. my knees. No, and then they don't right. tell mm-hmm. you that action must follow your prayer. You can't right. pray for something Thank and you. then don't do nothing about it and think it's supposed to come true. No, you have to work yes. in that prayer. You have to do your part so the guy can meet you. He needs to see you working mm-hmm. and see you moving. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. Hey, listen. 
Listen, it's okay. Listen, I know I said we had 40 minutes, but you can't be on time when it comes to God. But we got one last question. Oh, okay. Y'all can just bear with me. Y'all got time? Do y'all, do y'all got time? Yeah. Y'all got, okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. Can okay. I elaborate? Okay. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I just wanted to say, um, I forgot whose comment it was, but when it mm-hmm. comes to the church and um, mm-hmm. church folk, Christians, they act like, that was against Jesus mm. Look at how judgmental They were um, yep. Towards towards Jesus You know The yes. church is actually supposed to be a place Where people get their healing They're delivered mm-hmm. And they're set free Why do you have people yes. going in the church Coming the same way that they entered Yes mm. Yes That part yes. That part well, this 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 ain't a question. No, this this ain't a question on the list. I just want to ask y'all real quick: Do y'all think that we were conditioned back from slavery to um, be judgmental like this? Like, do y'all think that this happens from mm-hmm. back then? Or like, where do you where do you oh. think this judgment came from? Like, it, 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 this is a freestyle question because I'm feeling it. <laughs> Whoever wants no, to answer absolutely. Mm-hmm. I first, no problem. Um, absolutely. This is this is. Before all of this stuff, you have to think that us as black uh, folks, like, we had our own land, we had our own businesses, Mm -hmm. we had our own Mm -hmm. villages, we had our own everything, everything. Mm -hmm. And, yes, Yes. they they did. We was made to be brainwashed to turn against one another because they figured, what do we we have to do to make our world predominantly a white world and rule this land? Let's take the fathers Mm -hmm. out of the home. Yeah, and then they already knew mm-hmm. now it's already broken. Let's put them in jail. Let's break the men and the women. You know what I'm saying? Let's mm-hmm. let's let's break yep. them all the way down. Yeah, it, it. Woo, we could talk about this for hours. It runs so deep. <laughs> we and could. The, the sad part. <laughs> yes. The sad part is that it's still happening this day. You know what I'm saying? You know how many times yes. I walk into a place and it's just black people or black women, and I'm looked at with their lips turned all up like. Just say I look good. Hey, sis, dang, you look beautiful. <laughs> yes. Compliment me. Yes. Compliment yes. me. Don't look at me like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm that right. way. Like, oh, you, girl, where you get that from? That's bad. Like, oh, you look good. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, we have been conditioned to self-hate, one, to hate ourselves, mm-hmm. and to, yeah, two, hate each other. Yeah. So, yes, I do I do think, and it, it's, it's going to take, it's going to take the love of God to to bring mm-hmm. us back together so that we can be, and it's happening now, but we have a lot of people yep. that's conditioned that's black that think they white and they, they yes. don't even know where they come from. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> right. I'm telling you. That is so and true. They, that is so true. And let me tell you, you I, I'm, I'm you. a victim of it myself. Mm-hmm. Because, I'm sorry. Real quick. No, I'm a fine. victim of it myself mm-hmm. because my, my parents, um, you know, I went to West Bloomfield High School, you know what I'm saying, like, which was a school that is, like, mixed, it's more white, it's whites and Chaldeans and stuff like that. Like, my dad taught me yeah. to be scared to go across, across eight miles. It wasn't until I got mm. in a relationship three years ago that I was scared to stay the night in the city. For my own people, mm. for 20-something yes. years, I was mad. Like, okay, so all of this time I've been scared of my own folks. For what? I'm scared to walk into the grocery store for my own folks. I have been brainwashed right. to be scared of my own folks. 
Just imagine mm, how I was the same way. Like you know, yeah, what? I, I had the same way. experience. My mom mm-hmm. brought me up like that. Yep. Mm. And now I'm to the point mm. where I'm like, I don't even want to live around. I'm and not to you know I'm not saying it's a horrible thing, but it's more dangerous. I got a black son, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm more scared mm-hmm. to live around a, a white in a white neighborhood. I am. Hey, I, I, I listen. I understand. I definitely understand. Because really, what's safe I, now? You know what I'm saying? What's yeah, what, what, right. What, what, what do we call safe? It's trouble everywhere you go. It's trouble everywhere you go. That's why you got to just stay prayed up. Huh? What? Yes. That's why you just no, got to stay prayed up. That's you. Right. No. Yep. Um, okay. Um, Detroit, did you want to... Um, I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. I had my day. Did you, you want know? to... Um, okay. but I'm, sorry. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you want to uh, go next? Yeah. What, answer that what question. was the question again? I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was... I was saying, do you think that we are? Uh, con- do you think that we're conditioned to be judgmental? Oh heck yeah! I, you know, I want to piggyback on what Giovanni said. You know, a lot of times we as black people we don't encourage each other enough. You know, mm-hmm. you see another black man looking at another black man, and we're frowning upon him. We're not greedy. Mm. I know there's times I walk by another brother and I'm saying, hey, how's it going? You know, and I, all I want to do is encourage, you know. I don't want to, um, you know, cause harm or offend him. Um, but then also that goes back to what we, how we were conditioned as black people in this country. When you think of the crab in a barrel mentality and how when you see yes. a crab getting out of the barrel, You've always got somebody, you've all, always had the other crabs pulling them back down. So when you mm-hmm. see a black person leaving the hood and trying to do better, it doesn't mean that you are against your people. You want to do better, and you can actually, some people have the mentality that they want to bring their profession and help their people to be better. But you don't right. have a lot of people that um, think like that. So. You're going to have people that try to discourage you from leaving the hood. What you want to leave the hood for? That's like that negative self-talk. That's nothing but the enemy. You know, you want to mm-hmm. focus on those, on the positive things. You know it's positive that you're leaving, that you're getting a nice house, and it's around other professional black folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that crab in the bucket. And it was like Jay-Z said, but they didn't teach us that crabs was never meant to stack on top of each other. When one come out, you latch on to the one, and then that one latch on to the one, and that one, and then eventually everybody comes out the bucket. That's how it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Right. Queen K, did you want to answer? I wasn't going to answer. I just wanted y'all to educate me. <laughs> no! I mean, they, they, they told me. Yeah, they, I just, I just wanted to get educated because I felt that same way. I've been feeling yeah. that same way for quite some time now. You know, it's just passed on from generation to generation. You know, they were taught to break us up, and that's exactly what they, they did. They succeeded for many years, and I'm happy now we're finally opening up our eyes as a community, as black people, to, you know, love each other. Because that's, at the end of the day, that's all we need. That's it. Love that's right. God. That's it. That's it. And that's what Christ if we can get those two things, 
that's it. That's all he called us to do, and that's what they don't understand. Yeah. We're supposed to love on people yeah. while they're here. When I tell y'all, I feel like I should have been born in the 50s and the 60s. I wish I was born in the yeah. There was a mom and dad. Listen, Linda, listen, okay? Because once they put crack into our neighborhoods, it just all, mm-hmm. it just all went, it all went south. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep. So, well, and that was, a, that was a setup, you know, so. Oh, <laughs> kids in the background. Okay, y'all. Well, due due to time, due to time that y'all actually did ask the answer the last question about you know how to find your own relationship with God. Y'all asked, you know, y'all answered that in the first one, so we definitely won't. But I really thank y'all for coming on. Like y'all just made my day better. I don't know what was going on yesterday, but I had a dark cloud over me, and I'm like, what is wrong? My boyfriend was like, you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, but I'm just crying and everything. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. I yeah. really appreciate y'all. Thank you. We're going to have to Thank probably you. Can y'all come back on next season for the next panel? We're going to make it something. If y'all yeah, can. Absolutely. You know yes. Before we go, can we just kind of elaborate on that question? Just, just, just the real last quick. one? Last yeah, one? the last one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you think it's best for people to find their own relationship? Yeah, sure. Devani, you want to answer the Oh, me? Okay, so what was the question? Do you think that? I'm sorry. Do you think it's best for people mm-hmm. to find their own relationship with the higher power versus someone a- shoving it down their throat? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. I do. As a matter of fact, I don't mm-hmm. think that's the best way. I think that's the only way. Um, yes. Because yes. at the end of the day, um, you you are an individual yourself. Um, when mm-hmm. you're born into this world, most of the time you're born as one, and when you leave this right. world, you normally die as one. So I think mm-hmm. that a lot of us have misconstrued the journey of life. We feel like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be really surrounded by all these people, and then the reality of it is it's really a journey of life by yourself. You, you're you're with people, but it's really a journey. How do you live your life by yourself? You know what I'm saying? By yourself, your purpose, and then and also – Elaborate on that on your life purpose as well, um, and it's hard mm. to live your life purpose when it's everybody else all in the ear. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's right. between you and God. So um, absolutely, mm-hmm. I do think that the best way to find Christ or God is or Yahweh is is is, is through Amen. the journey of you and Him alone. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Okay. Detroit Dodge. I definitely agree with everything that Giovanni just said, that it is best for a yeah. person to find their own relationship with God, and you do that on your own. Um, mm-hmm. You need to know God for yourself and how loving he is. I feel like mm-hmm. somebody teaching you that, you don't really learn that, because when religion is forced upon you, you develop this mm-hmm. sadistic view of God, and you think he's He's so judgmental and he's all these negative things but he's loving like if you mm-hmm. knew how loving he was mm-hmm. have part definitely mm-hmm. okay yeah um yeah I think it is best for everyone to eventually you know find their own, you know, come in contact with their own spiritual awakening, their own spiritual journey, because 
having it shoved down your throat by other people or forced upon you, it will leave you it will leave you with many questions. You know, many unanswered mm-hmm. questions at that. And I know for me, be, having it forced upon me, I didn't want it. Like, I, I'm the type of person, don't force nothing on me, you know. I'm not going to want it. Mm-hmm. I need to do it for myself. And the moment I did it for myself is when I found my love for God myself, you know. I know that he's mm-hmm. the head over my life. Yeah, I used to say mm-hmm. a prayer, you know, like the back of my hand, but I didn't understand it until I took that leap of faith myself and found him myself. So it does mean a lot for everybody to go on their own spiritual journey. Don't be led by, you know, don't be led by the sheep, be led by the shepherd. That's how I feel. Okay. I definitely I agree definitely, with that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. I, no, no. I, was just, I definitely agree with all three of y'all. It is best to find your own relationship with the higher power. Um, you know, that way you can understand yourself more because um, if someone mm-hmm. else shoves it down your throat, you'll all, I know for me, I was just always afraid to go to God because it was like, oh, you can't talk about this or you can't say that. And I'm like, okay, well, is he, I know he's a God-fearing person, but it's like, is he evil? Because he made me, and I know that I have a sense of humor. I know that I'm a caring person, so what is, you know, mm-hmm. what is it that you guys are making him out to be? So, yes, please reform your own relationship. Because when you get your own personal relationship with God, you won't feel so embarrassed to praise Him in public in front of other people. Because yeah. that's what I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to worry about what every how everybody else would look at me for praising Him, and it's like I don't feel like that no more because He has shown up and showed out. And it's to the point where people try to tell me that there isn't a God. I'd be like, listen, you can believe that and you can take that even when it's over there. But I'm sorry, I know that there's a God, and I'm not gonna let you rain on my parade. So. Please, you know what I'm saying, guys, listen back to this. Listeners out there, share this with anybody that you know. It's time to wake up, you know what I'm saying? It's time to wake up. So, yes. Absolutely. And to elaborate um, that on that really quickly, the only way mm -hmm. that we can spread the word of God is if we experience it ourselves. That's another thing. We can't really spread the gospel and go out and talk about how real God is if we have not experienced it for ourselves first. So I think that's why it's important to have that relationship with God first for yourself to know him. Like they say, to know him mm-hmm. is to love him so that you can love yes. other people in the way of how Christ loves us. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate y'all. I will give y'all yeah, thank you. details on what the next panel will be because um, y'all are educating and uh, I, y'all my best yeah. friends now. Like, seriously, I swear. Yes, I really yes, that's that's how I feel. <laughs> yes, I feel like we just really had a connection. Because, like, Giovanni, you know, I don't know if you remember, but we went to daycare together. You know what I'm saying? And I just learned so yes, much more about you. Yes, I remember. You. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. so, yes, I'm you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I remember but, um, that. Our, yes. So I'm <laughs> going to send y'all the link once the show is over. We're about to mute y'all. We're going to finish up. If y'all want to stay on and listen, y'all can. But um, thank y'all so much and definitely bringing you back on for next season. Thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you, right. thank y'all y'all thank so you so much. No problem. All right, Queen K. That was. Very powerful. Ooh, like, that was really powerful. good. I needed that. I ain't for me today. Man, listen, I had something to say. I think I'm going to still probably say it, but I don't even feel like I felt yesterday. But, oh, uh, 
I had a dark cloud over me yesterday, and I just really could not understand why I was, like, so emotional. Songs was making me teary-eyed and everything. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I can't I can't be like this. You know what I'm saying? I got to shake it. And today something just told me, you're going to have a good day, and you're going to be all right. Home care agencies was calling yeah. me, questioning about the service authorizations, and I was in such a good mood. And tonight was for that, I, man. Thank you all again, Detroit, Daoud, and Giovanni. I appreciate y'all. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> I felt like I had something to say. <laughs> I, I've been going through it. Um, just, just you know, well, I do got something to say. You know what? Um, my mom said it best today for me, and mm-hmm. I just want everybody to hear it. Now, my mom, she is a hardcore chick, okay? Joyce Ann, don't play mm-hmm. no games. But she said something today that really stuck out to me, and it helped me to process it because I had to go, like I said, go to the funeral of one of my students that passed away today. Wednesday, I have to go to the younger sister's funeral. But I've been Mm -hmm. feeling some type of way all day. I've been feeling sick, and my mom was like, this is God showing you that we have to cherish people while they're here. You know, let's not live in anger. Let's not let the petty stuff you know, take us out of here and make us hate the next person, especially if it's something that you can talk about and, you know, compromise on. Leave all that stuff alone. You know, love while they're here. Love your life. Live your life. The next second is not promised. And I look yes, at my mom and I'm just like, I've never heard her speak like this. And I can tell it came mm-hmm. from the heart, y'all. She is right. This this is what mm-hmm. we're here for. Let's love on each other, you know. Let's celebrate each other. Let's uplift. Let's support. Let's motivate each other. We can do this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to tear yes. each other down. This is what life is about, you know. Life is about love. Let us bring that love back. It's all. That's Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to let you get into the A.O. Queens and Kings quote. What's the quote for tonight, Queen K? Okay. For tonight, actually, um, I got this quote from a coworker. She sent it to me. It's kind of long, so I only got one today, but I do want to share it because it really stood out to me. Um, so thank mm-hmm. you, Ms. Terry. <laughs> Is there mm-hmm. hate has four letters. <laughs> So does love. Enemies have seven letters. So does friends. Lying has five letters. So does truth. Negative has eight. So does positive. Under has five. So does above. Cry has three letters. So does joy. Anger has five letters. So does happy. Right has five letters. So does wrong. Hurt has four letters. So does heal. It means life is like like a double-edged sword. So transform every negative side into an aura of positivity. We choose the better mm-hmm. side of life. So thank you again, Ms. Terry. That just helped me because it's just like I don't have to live on the negative end of life. I can be positive, yes. you know. Instead of me being sad, let me be happy about something. Let me find the joy in the day, you know, because I have to be joyful. God woke me up this morning. And not only did he wake me up this morning, he provided, he met all my needs the night before so I could be set for the next day, and he let my kids wake up to see me. So I need to mm-hmm. switch my whole mindset. That's what that post said for me. So, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's my, my AO Queen thought of the week. Um, complex, let's get into that. No apologies thought. 
Okay, so my no apology thought is um, it's something that people probably heard before, but it was definitely meant for tonight. So it says, um, I asked for strength, and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom, and God gave me problems to solve. I asked for prosperity, and God gave me brain and energy to work. I asked for courage, and God gave me danger to overcome. I asked for love, and God gave me troubled people to help. I asked for favors, and God gave me opportunities. I received nothing I wanted, but I received everything I needed. And I say that to say anything that you go through in life, it is not a punishment. When they say everything happens for a reason, it is meant to happen for a reason. You have to trust God, let go, and let him. You have to learn how to step out on faith, and that is something that's very hard. It's so hard to walk by faith and not by sight when there's so many distractions going on in this world. But so many times before, God just said, I just want to know, are you going to trust me? Because I keep showing out and showing, I keep showing up and showing out. When are you going to just trust me, Tosh? And I said, you know what? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to step out, and I'm going you know, to step out on faith, and I'm going to just let you leave and I'm telling you, he had my ducks lined up in a row. Were my days always good? No. You know what I'm saying? I'm human. But the fact that I am turning to him and not trying to do it on my own, depression doesn't seem as hard anymore. You know, uh, (laughs) days don't seem as hard anymore. I don't have suicidal thoughts anymore. And with this coronavirus and everything else that's going on in the world, I have inner peace. So I just say that yes, to say that's important. everything that you go through, please just take a step back and look at the whole picture. And that's my no apology thought. I love you guys. So mm. with that being said, I am Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love.